0: this is episode four of the podcast and my guest today is Lucas Rose who is from Siegen, Germany where we uh, did this podcast. Um, he really likes Siegen, really likes when people come visit so maybe or maybe not he'll bake a cake for you if you do that. This is probably the most spontaneous podcast I've done Um, I was telling him about this podcast and he was curious to know how it would be if I did one with him. So as we were lying on the floor stretching, I brought out my phone and then put it between us and I pressed record. We'll see what happens with this. So basically I'll give you a lowdown on how my conversations have been going the last few times. Um, I had one with Let's see. Most recently, with Georgi, mm-hmm. and then with Mahi when I was in Zadar, mm-hmm. and then before that with Kafi. Okay. And.
1: <sighs> Those are the only ones you had, or like yeah, all of them. Okay, good. Yeah, that's all it. Right, good.
0: Good. What does that mean?
1: I know. Just so that I have an overview of who you talk to, and I, that I can get an idea of mm-hmm. what kind of answers could have popped up I guess um, and how, how my standpoint could be unique from that.
0: So with Rafi it was the first time I started um, doing anything podcast related. Okay. I even feel weird saying the word podcast because I still don't really... I've never looked up the word. Like I, I listen to podcasts but I'm like... It's basically just a recorded conversation from my standpoint. Um mm-hmm. So... It was it was difficult to have a conversation with Rafi because we've had so many conversations in the past. So to reiterate yeah, and blah blah blah. True. So with Mahi it was like, okay, I'm gonna make it more focused and I really wanna hear about her perspective with Hell Knight. So she was about to speak about it one time, like, stop. We're gonna have this recorded another day. Then, <laughs> nice. Then, nice. Because it works much better for me when I'm uh Talking about something with someone that I've, uh, or like, like I've never heard about, like so that's um, yeah. I mean, like
1: on the one hand, you would have some kind of preparation; you would know how what kind of critical questions to ask. Yep. On the other, I mean, it's fresh, so mm-hmm. it's like it's it's fresh what you get when you when I first say when it. you save it up for the com for the podcast. Well,
0: oh, that's what happened with Rafi. I mean, that was the lesson I learned from the podcast I did with Rafi. I was like okay we talked about play and this was like a conversation where we were just like sort of getting our handle on Mm -hmm. and then i'm like let's talk more about it and then it was um difficult to get the point straight across yeah but it it was still a lovely conversation we talked a lot about um his like life story or parts of it and i found that very inspiring always does and then Georgi was i haven't gone through the, the podcast yet but um i think i already mentioned to you <laughs> how it started
1: but um actually yes male physical features that <laughs> are unique to the male body
0: uh, plural forms plural forms plural forms um and yeah. then um we i was curious to know about uh those guys collectives yeah so i asked him a bit more about that and um. Yeah, that's what I remembered from our conversation right those now. Those guys
1: collective. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to ask.
0: <coughs> yeah, it was uh, in your kitchen that it came up or that you guys started talking more about it.
1: No, Those Guys Collective existed before. There was like an idea of Phil after <laughs> we, someone, some tracer named us Those Guys. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah, the yeah, other he guys. Me. yeah. So there was like those so pictures me. like. Um I, I other athletes we were other athletes right, right.
0: You guys were sitting in a in a we in at Andy's, Andy's Andy's place and okay. there was a
1: guy from Latvia I think, I forgot his name, Alexander okay. uh, 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 something like this. Okay. And that, or Andre whatever. And then he said, um at Andy Voda's place with Andes <laughs> Mischenko and other athletes. <laughs> and it's Andy and this <laughs> Phil and me and we were like, okay. Looks like this is our trademark. We just, we just work with it. And um, he just wanted to create a platform for people to share content. Mm-hmm. Kind of like if you're not in a, I don't know, if in a team or in kind of a collective which mm-hmm. would push content for you or like which would um, give you a platform to, to deliver your content and you could do it through those guys' collective. Mm-hmm. Ironically... Phil was the only one who actually shared content because he was, (laughs) I was the only one who put in work, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well,
0: Georgi shared an article a while back too and, and I, and Georgi was saying like, oh, it would be nice to have other people submit articles. But it's like, it's way too, not broad, but like, what do you, like, what do you talk about? What do you submit? So.
1: What do you care about? You know, that's like the thing. Mm. That's the question. So if you care about a certain topic, then you can talk about it. So for, for Phil, for example, he cared a lot about this this creativity aspect and how people just replicate moves. And they, they don't really think creatively. They just take a creative move, so to say, and just apply it somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of actually th- going through a thought process which is full of trial and error and seeing what could work. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I wrote an article about... Um, the decision like the decision to become a professional athlete or mm-hmm. why and like more why you shouldn't do it. And um I don't know, we have like a reviewing thing. So we reviewed each other's ar- articles and like mine just <laughs> for some reason was never reviewed. Was uh, it, so was it's long, not up? No, it's not up yet. And it's like I don't know when I wrote it. It's a long time ago, so I'm not sure if I could do it again. I so wanna I, see it. I have no idea where it is. I send it to It doesn't matter anyway. So somewhere on the web, yeah. Basic, basically, the argument is: um, if you become an athlete, a professional athlete, Mm -hmm. life is going to be very tough. Um, You have to hustle a lot, and you have a due date, so you should have a plan B, kind of, um, which makes a lot of sense, you know. So, yeah.
0: So like how Jason Paul is taking it?
1: Yeah, or maybe like the way stars. From Stas, you know Stanislav of i He's doing it.
0: Is he Is he in the Netherlands?
1: I have no idea where he is right now. Okay, I
0: was saying that. So,
1: but he, for example, he's got a masters in biochemistry or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So something hard science related. While he was doing loads of jobs with three run, made a lot of like you know made his he made his living with parkour and yeah. uh, at the same time he was able to finish his. Um, academic degree, which I think is a very nice thing to do, and if you're smart, you would do that. Mm. And even if it takes longer, it's not, it's not stupid, you know, because it's a plan B, something yeah. you can fall back onto, especially if you do something non-sports related, you know. Yep. Because it's a, we don't like to admit it, but it's a very fragile thing actually. We make ourselves very vulnerable when we depend on just this one thing. I agree. I uh, because I mean. You. it's like we had the conversation about you know the concussion and you were like at a certain point hey maybe I have to accept that I can't do parkour anymore Mm -hmm. and like you just have to have a severe injury or maybe with your knees or whatever and then all of a sudden you can't do parkour anymore Mm -hmm. you know what do you do then your whole life depends on it so maybe you should have something that you can fall back onto it's just a regular thing I mean like Right?
0: Yeah. Well, with your work, it's... It allows you... that You're not you're not an athlete by any... Well, I mean...
1: I look like an athlete. Oh my
0: gosh, <laughs> look at you. Those muscular legs, they don't <laughs> come from anywhere. <laughs> Those muscular biceps. We're like the same size. <laughs> yeah, let's check this out. Check out the legs.
1: I cannot sit on this.
0: No, but it's more like...
1: Ah, uh, you mean the calves. Your calves. and the... All my calves are tiny. My quads are huge, though. How's
0: your hamstring? Oh, wow. Yeah. Quad size. Hamstring?
1: Hamstrings I are terrible. Have...
0: Oh, wow. How do you jump so well, then?
1: Um, I don't know. My quads, <laughs> my quads do all the work.
0: That's no, it's all in your arms.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a swinging technique. Yeah. When you have very big biceps, <laughs> you don't really need to know how to jump. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. That and a lot of cheating, I guess. Cheating? Steroids also make you jump fu- further, so you should always consider taking steroids for that. Okay, jokes aside. So, yeah, what else were we talking about?
0: There's so many things that we've already...
1: Use of steroids in professional parkour. <laughs> Highly underrated. <laughs> I still think this takes steroids. We should definitely encourage... Uh, drug test at at major events.
0: Yeah, who can just eat broccoli and rice and <laughs> and be able to train that hard?
1: No <laughs> yeah. salt either. No salt, yeah.
0: So there's so many questions I've already asked and mm. I'm like, oh
1: Ask me whatever you feel like.
0: Well, more like what do you what do you want to share with the world? I hate that. I hate
1: <laughs> what do you want to share with the world? Are Hi you... people, I'm Lucas Twenty eight years old, very handsome, very talented. Seven Currently images. still on the market. You can wow. get me. I know how to do amazing chocolate chip cookies. It's a lie. Actually, Chris always does them for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you do know how. You just
1: get Chris to do them. It's yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he's a great guy. He's a lot, he's a very helpful, especially when he bakes cookies for me and <sighs> nothing else. Maybe I went
0: to visit the wrong person. <laughs> could be it I'm sorry Chris it was between you and Lucas and <laughs> Lucas
1: was just a bit closer you're in Iran why would you do that oh
0: right Is, okay, so he's flying me. back today
1: okay so,
0: yeah. in Iran and how long were you in Iraq for
1: mm, in total around three weeks but the project was like two weeks so the meeting people and that kind of stuff and have and jams and trainings and it was two weeks
0: and you were sent you were sent we were sent <laughs> You were, um, you were commissioned for this project, or you were
1: commissioned. Well, we kind of set it up ourselves. Okay. And um, we, with the help of Halle, we got some funding, mm-hmm. and they were like really supportive and helpful. Uh, we presented some ideas of what we want to do, and they're like, "Okay, sounds like good ideas." And you're the guy. You guys are in the lead. You just do what you want to do, and we try to get the funding. Mm-hmm. We got funding. Uh, which made it a lot easier.
0: Where did you get the funding from?
1: Oh, like some kind of foundation, I know.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah. And then basically we, we could go to Iraq. Oh, meet some parkour people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like jam all together. Talk mm-hmm. about why we connect. What's so special about parkour. Why people from Iraq should all connect over parkour. And why there are conflicts. That kind of stuff. How
0: was the community there, like, in terms of the connections?
1: You mean, like, like in Iraq or yeah. in, overall? Both. Um, so, apparently, the communities have never visited each other. Like, and it was the first time for both communities, like, the Parker communities, that they actually left their cities. Oh. For for training somewhere else. Which two cities? Um, so, it was, we had the community from Mosul, from Erbil, and from... Hmm? we were hoping to get the community from kirkuk as well but that turned out to be too difficult and... what do you mean
0: by <clears throat> get the communities like you would help them come together? Yeah, we
1: asked them if they wanted to come over and okay. like we told them that if, if they come we will pay for mm-hmm. their transportation
0: how long but would it be for them to get to where you were
1: Moscow maybe around two hours two oh. and a half hours okay um then you have some checkpoints and stuff, so sometimes it takes longer. Which Actually, the guys from Mosul, they took like an hour longer because because of that, they ran into some trouble at the security checkpoint. Right, um, like
0: why are you crossing the border and then they're like... T-
1: yeah, and it's very different. Like, so the Kurdish regions are a little bit different from the rest of Iraq, so basically, since they're autonomous, yeah. you need like some special permit to go in there and especially for people from Mosul was a bit tricky, so I don't know. So they were at this security checkpoint and then Ran into some troubles, but you know, nothing a full call full call can't fix, so eventually they made it in not in time, but they made it on the same day. And <laughs> the guys from Sulaimania was super chilled for them it was like super easy because it's just it's just a long taxi ride. It takes around uh, maybe three to four hours, I guess.
0: And how many people came for this jam?
1: Hmm. So on the one day we were Maybe like 13 on another day, we were like, um, in total, we must have been 15 on that weekend. Mm. And then, uh, in Suleimania, when we just asked them to, to train together, we were like maybe around 20 or something,
2: mm.
1: yeah. And so then, it's like, most of the communities, it's like the communities actually, yeah, yeah, I'm but so they're sure. like really enthusiastic. Actually, I mean, the guys from Suleimania, they even brought, um, they even paid trips for for some of the others like there was they came with more people than we expected and mm-hmm. we told them like we can only pay for that and that amount of people because mm-hmm. that's how we calculated, and then they just decide you know some friend have to jo- has to join and that's if sweet. they can't pay it then we pay it for ourselves i mean they're not poor mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i mean the transportation was just a uh, an incentive mm-hmm. like to set an incentive to be like okay the jam if the jam is not enough then we can pay for your transportation so you don't have anything to be like Mm-hmm. plus they shouldn't get poorer. <laughs> like they we we shouldn't make them pay in order to train with us just because like who are we you know mm-hmm. yeah it was cool though it was really nice
0: so it was the first event they ever had where they all came together
1: yeah kind of huh? apparently
0: and were they were you able to speak english with them or whatever language is
1: oh yeah that's <laughs> tricky um it's actually quite a mess um so the kurdish population speaks Kurdish okay. and the older Kurdish population speaks Kurdish and Arabic because they had to learn Arabic because Iraq is a mm-hmm. Arabic country as well. <clears throat> but the younger generation doesn't speak any Arabic anymore. And the guys from Mosul, they speak Arabic because they're not from the Kurdish regions. Okay. So there's usually one guy in the in group of people, there's usually one guy that speaks some English, you know, okay. like it's enough to communicate. So that's how we managed, but the funny thing was that, I mean, they're all from Iraq, but Mm -hmm. even those guys, they couldn't communicate with each other.
0: So people from the Kurdish regions and then from the...
1: Yeah, from the Arabic-speaking regions. They would speak in English to each other. Oh. So that was really funny. So we're, like, sitting there, we're like, wow, we did not expect this. We did not expect this to happen. So they were standing there, and, like, they're having conversations about, or, like, giving each other tips about how to do a stall backflip or something like that, or... Of how to twist and when I was like okay you have to jump like this and I okay wait like your head like that and okay All oh, in English in English yeah because I mean of <laughs> course I mean, they don't speak any Arabic Arabic is a very difficult language yeah. and m- sometimes they, s- they speak bits and pieces but it's not really enough to uh, I don't know it's not really enough to uh, explain these kind of movements maybe mm-hmm. and the Arabic population they don't speak Kurdish mm. which is also fair enough <laughs> okay why would they? Yeah. So that was that was quite funny. Um, so yeah, but the language is not the biggest problem. Okay. Sometimes you can get along with a little bit of Arabic. So Chris and I, we both speak a bit of Arabic. Just like you know, enough words to not die. Okay. And. Then you learn like uh you learn a few words in Kurdish and then you're, you are able to survive usually. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then. Jam itself
1: really good Um, really positive actually
0: okay
1: quite we were quite surprised so it's sometimes you don't really know what you get you know like you don't really know what the people are like and whatever but we were like really Mm -hmm. surprised by positive attitude um, really clean movement partially really clean movement Mm -hmm. Um, people that encourage each other not so much competition and stuff Um, Mm. some creative ideas Mm. Some people that wow, there's like one guy Ibrahim, fuck man, this guy's insane. He was jumping around all day. He has so much power and energy. He's super bouncy. He's like super bouncy, and he just. I know he never stops training. He just never stops training. It's like in the middle of the night, he would still jump around. He's still able to do side flips, back flips, gainers, whatever. Uh so whenever we were in training like on the jam day for example was like that and when we went to Suleimania to visit them it was the same thing. It was exactly the same thing. He would never stop training. And we would all be done. Like we'd trained for a few hours, it was hot and we, we I don't know we were just done. And he was he was still running around and, and jumping and had some ideas and yeah. Mm. Really cool guy though. Father of two children, two young boys I think. Mm. Um trains trains very hard, works very hard, and he's twenty six I are like, "Whoa, what the fuck, yeah, but um, he's a really cool guy. I'll show you some videos of him later, yeah, it's really impressive yeah
0: yeah, do so so what were they were they interested in creating another event like the one that they had, or
1: um, yeah, um like what... that was not like really our aim to think right. about that so first we just really wanted to get to know the communities mm-hmm. um because i think that's the best starting point mm. you have to understand like to understand each other and to, to make like if you want to start something together kind kind of right and see if it's possible mm-hmm. um and what kind of you know what kind of knowledge do people have attitudes and what practices and stuff and also what kind of ambitions and motivations so yeah that was uh, what it's about i think i would definitely do it again like there's i don't see a reason why they wouldn't um question is if they would organize it now for themselves i doubt it but then again that would be a sustainable factor we didn't really take into like we didn't really want to calculate in everything of course it was not about it it wasn't about that at this point yeah
0: but i wonder if they'll, they'll start communicating even on their own just because like oh they know that there's other people they, yes. do they know that there were other people that
1: yeah they trained, did or? like so for example the guys from Mosul, they all knew ibrahim <laughs> so it's quite they're the guy the bouncy guy <laughs> okay. the bouncy guy who would just run like run and jump all day and all night and they it was so apparently it was really cool for them to meet and of course they all all followed each other on Instagram and they talked a lot about different moves and mm. um this is like a very small scale um, very small scale thing like a very small scale aspect how you can create some form of dialogue mm. right because now they see what the others are doing on instagram, for example mm. of course, if we want to have a more sustainable uh impact then you would actually have to follow up on this you know Mm -hmm. but yeah that's all that all depends on how you can organize things and how you can uh follow up right yeah it was really nice really positive
0: (laughs) now you're done with that experience
1: not really no no. (laughs) there's still a lot to do have to edit the documentary. Um,
0: oh, you guys filmed a documentary when you were there? No, we
1: filmed a lot. We wanted to film a documentary, but the problem was that... So we thought of doing success stories and that kind of stuff and like interviews with the people, but the people were not really feeling it. Uh, we like just yeah. like, we asked. They're like... Nah. They they like they gave us a polite... Hey, it's a good idea, but later. Uh, so that mm-hmm. means no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we said, okay. They don't want to. No problem. We just... Make a video, mm-hmm. so we just make a small video out of it because we wanted to come back with something, you know. Mm, of I- course. Ideally, we would have come back with t shirts uh, as well, but um, they were not feeling that idea either, and that's okay, there's no problem. I mean, like, we can't force ourselves onto anyone, yeah, which is, um, I think, a fair point, yeah. yeah t
0: shirts, nah, I... what's the uh. What's the point of it for them?
1: Mm, I mean, the point is just to start a dialogue between um, the the countries as well, between Germany and Iraq. Um. So that would have been like, okay, if German tracers can buy a T-shirt from people from Iraq or Kurdistan, you know, then they're already aware of the fact that people in these regions exist, that they train, and that they're not all, you know some people somewhere over there that Mm -hmm. are half of them are refugees other half are terrorists you know like the way people over stay like have these kind of stereotypes whatever yeah no i'll put them into some kind of um um weird categories yeah i mean they're all these people they the tracers they have agency you know they can they can change something if they want to they can have a lot of impact on their local communities Mm And the fact that you're aware that these people are there and that they have the same kind of ambitions and same kind of ideas and same kind of trainings and friends Mm -hmm. sometimes makes a big difference. And like if it's something simple as a T-shirt, then, you know, why not bring it back?
0: Have many of them created like videos for YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, loads.
1: Oh. Yeah, loads. The guys from Mosul are pretty famous, actually. Oh. They did. I have no idea how many TV interviews they did. Like, when I ha- when we had dinner together, I was sitting with uh, some of them, and then they just showed me some photos mm-hmm. <laughs> from all the people they had interviews with, <laughs> and uh, because yeah. that you know Mosul is, it's an infamous city, okay, because mm-hmm. basically what happened was Mosul was taken by the Islamic State within three days, okay, and it's Iraq's second biggest city, okay, so it's it's very big. <laughs> it's very very big. Several million people, uh, within three days. Um, yeah, the Iraqi army and the Peshmerga just withdrew from the city. The Iraqi army decided to <coughs> um, go back to Baghdad to secure that city instead, um, which says something about the power dynamics in the country. And the um, well, now what happened was when they won, when the Iraqi army and the Peshmerga and the I don't know whoever wanted to take it back from from ISIS to so to say liberate it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a shitty word by the way because it's all, it always changes now no, really like liberated. ISIS would say the same thing about when they took it from the Iraqis mm. um, it took them several months the city was besieged mm. um, They, the coalition forces bombed the shit out of that city mm. they bombed the shit out of the old town actually which is a, it's actually a pity yeah. and um, it was destroyed like a lot of uh, quite many parts of the city were destroyed mm. And ISIS left a lot of IEDs and unexploded ordinances and whatnot and booby traps and that kind of stuff in that in that city. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of stands for, I don't know, destruction, devastation, um, war. You know, and how, you know how. Devastating it can be, mm-hmm. and these kind of people make for a nice picture. How they can overcome this? By they're actually jumping on ruins. You know. And the, for the press, it's just, it's amazing. There's something they can, they really like to publish, you know, because yeah. it's sensational in two senses. It's like, There's a sensation as in there's ruins everywhere. The city used to be bombed. The city is in ruins. It's a terrible situation to live in. And then you have the people that actually, you know, they don't mind. They just go and jump and they follow their passion. And, <clears throat> and you find it everywhere. You don't only find it in Mosul, you find it in... In Libya, uh in Afghanistan, in Kashmir. Um I mean I wrote my master thesis about this. Yeah. And for them for them it's a sexy topic kind of, you know. So the guys from also they're famous. Um the guys from Sulmania, they're actually famous as well, but in a very different sense. They participated in something like Arabs Got Talent. Okay, yeah. So that kind of stuff, and I made a show and mm-hmm. it's really, really nice actually. Um they have a lot of videos online. Very high quality videos, actually. Oh, okay. Like high quality videos, really well made, um, and they're really well organized. Oh okay, wow. that was... wow. This guy from Slovenia, they're like, <laughs> we're just standing there, like, and now jaws drops. Like you guys, you're amazing. <laughs>
0: what do you mean by that? Like wow.
1: They're just uh, well organized when it comes to so as soon as they. Um have some problem they try to figure out how to how to solve it so for example when it comes to gym access so gym they what, access to a gym okay gym access. so they are not able to go to the gym currently okay. because they need some kind of permit or they need some kind of license that they're allowed to train there because parkour is not gymnastics and if they want to train in a gymnastics gym they have to <laughs> everywhere have everywhere like, you know the regular kind issues. of yeah regular kind of bullshit that happens yeah mm-hmm. um but i mean that working towards a solution which is quite amazing mm-hmm. they're like yeah we like talk to these people and they try to do this stuff and um that's actually the most amazing thing to see i um, and that's what i mean with like agency you know these people are not they they can achieve quite a lot and that's nice if if we understand that as well you know mm. that we don't only reduce people from other countries to the only thing we know about them, which is in that case m- might be war mm-hmm. that, that happened recently mm-hmm. for, unfortunately, a long period. Yeah. I'll I'll get some water. Water. Okay.
0: <clears throat> Getting water. Water, so, water, water. Water, 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 water. Are there many people that are coaching? Is there a demand in the sense of people wanting to learn or oh, what's yeah, the definitely.
1: situation? Definitely. Mm. Hmm. Uh, I think, like, parkour is a really attractive sport anyway. So a lot of people would, like, want to learn it quite often. And, I mean, it is kind of a trend, so yeah. But uh, in Iraq, you could really tell that there's, like, a lot of young people that would like to learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. And the guys from Sulmania, for example, they coached. Mm -hmm. Or they used to coach, but when they had the gym, you know, they used to coach. But then they were thrown out of the gym because they don't have a license. And the regular bullshit. And the guys from Mosul, they coach as well, but they don't have a gym. Okay. So I can show you some videos. It's just like some it looks like a wrestling mattress or something <laughs> that they actually train on. It's it's really it's it's really weird. Um but I mean they still train, you know, they don't they don't care about that. Come on. So
0: And what's what's it like training outside for them? For you guys? Or when you were there?
1: Um so you see the difference, one of the major differences is that uh, in Middle Eastern countries sometimes it's a bit more difficult to train outside in the streets. Yep. Um So you have to find a way to still train outside. Um,
0: it's difficult to train on the streets because...
1: Um, you don't have that many places where it's... Uh, so first of all, it's a bit more difficult to find spots, I find. Okay. Because there's quite many places that are super crowded. Yeah and if they're not crowded they might be very dirty and in general it's harder to find spots because the architecture is um, i don't know if it's more privatized or something but maybe it's just you know it's like not these public spaces that quite often not these public spaces that you have in western countries where you could just like you know like where we train today Mm -hmm. like the the place right in front of the church where there's like a lot of places where you can just like walk around and then there's flowers here and like, like next to the flower beds you have some Next nice corners where you can jump to. It's not like that. Mm. Um so that's something to um take into account. So sometimes you can go to parks and you find some nice spots there. Mm. Uh that's what we did in Jordan as well quite often. We just go to a park and then you find some spots there and that um works quite well. Um and let me try to find the Muhammadan. Yeah, go um... Come on. Mohammed. That doesn't speak a word of English either. So now you see... Now you see... I mean, like, this is the video where, like... So you see there's nothing around there. Now he's gonna do a side flip over the gap. And this is just the wrestling <laughs> mat. And he jumps, like, on some kind of mat, wrestling mat, right? Oh,
2: yeah,
1: That's unfortunately... So Wow. It. What what is it, right? Wow.
0: And
1: he twists his ankle now, so he showed me this. That's why he sent me the video. Poor guy. I
0: uh, what Wrestling, wrestling, mm. and sprained ankles. Are you communicating through um like ricotta cheese sort of English? <laughs> ricotta cheese. <laughs> a screenshot.
1: That's a screenshot of how he twists his ankle. But now here you can see the actual. So it's like it's, it looks like a wrestling mat or something. It,
0: it definitely is. And you then, can see the circle there.
1: Yeah, it's the the circle, right? It makes sense. And then there's a circle right there. Yeah. Okay. And then um, you have some like old mattresses where they just put some. What, you know, kind, kind of foam stuff in there or
0: whatever. It's just like just people chilling on a
1: yeah, yeah on a yeah. mattress
0: on top of the... Uh,
1: yeah. No. But there's definitely a demand and the people really know how... Like, they already know how to coach because they, they've learned quite a lot themselves and they've learned it themselves, you know? They, they learn it through tutorials or whatever. They learn it through watching videos and mm-hmm. so they would know how to give this knowledge to other people and you know like having a methodology to do it like pedagogically cor- correct mm-hmm. so to say is, is a different thing but I mean there's so many parkour coaches in Europe that don't have that actually so yeah yeah.
0: so they <clears throat> it's curious to me like how they developed was through a lot of it was watching YouTube I assume
1: um, or yes ish yeah but okay. there, there are also people in iraq that were more advanced before they're not those are not the only ones that mm. train in iraq right okay. so i mean it's a way bigger country this is just one part of the country mm-hmm. and there was one guy ali for example that mm-hmm. chris knew that he met like the year before so he went one year before right and then he met some uh. he met some other guy ali who was like the father of parkour in iraq or something like that he okay. visited he literally visited all the communities that guy is insane. He visited all the communities. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool, um, and I mean he was quite an athlete as well. So maybe, maybe they got something from there. Maybe from tutorials. Maybe from gymnastics class. I Think Adam, for example, he did a lot of gymnastics. So that's how. That's why he knows how to do a round double gate and double <sighs> backflip. You know. Um, yeah. The father. what was his name again? Ali Ali Lami so if you type in parkour iraq i think you will find his youtube channel immediately and he was active for many years he built a gym in baghdad and it was torn down or like damaged or something and he built it up again and eventually i think he stopped training because he had an accident or something Mm -hmm. and he couldn't recover from that or not properly Mm -hmm. um yeah medical services aren't great in iraq um Mm -hmm.
0: Did you get to meet him while
1: you were there? I didn't. We invited him, I think, but I don't think he was able to come. We would have paid for his, um, for his ticket as well. Mm-hmm. But from Baghdad to Erbil is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot further actually, and the problem was we couldn't host him mm. because we didn't have a place ourselves. We mm-hmm. were sleeping at someone else's place, and we can't just invite anyone there because they have security protocols, you know. We needed a security clearance from like the security manager from their organization that had to be approved by the country director, whatever, that kind of stuff. You know, it's very complicated. So, and we didn't know if we had have the money for a hotel for him. So we decided to say, you can come, but we don't know how to host you. Maybe there is an opportunity, but yeah, somebody that played part in there.
0: Security measure. Did you have any security measures that you had to go through when you were there or? What do you mean? We were saying that you're, uh, the person that <coughs> was hosting you yeah. Like has curfew and is only allowed at the bazaar this
1: <coughs> No, time. they don't have... They, yes, but they don't have curfew. So that no, might okay. m- might be a little bit middle a misunderstanding. They do have certain times where they're allowed to be somewhere and certain times when they're not allowed to be somewhere. So, okay. if for example, on a Friday, they're not allowed to be anywhere in the city or something like that, I think. Or anywhere at the bazaar, that and that and amount of time. Or never allowed to be in big... Public gatherings or something like that, which makes a lot of sense
0: because like, he's a yeah, he's a foreign he's an
1: expat, so I mean okay. uh he's European blonde, yeah. so I mean most people that work with the organization, all the expats have this kind of security protocol okay. um, but uh, Chris and I, we didn't have that I mean for us it was just common sense, mm. I mean, like we know our way around, and there is no organization that could tell us you you're not allowed to do that. Mm. I mean we were there as Dihala, so technically speaking Dihali could have said that. But I don't think any of the guys would have a stake in like doing that. So,
0: um, okay. so Dihala, was rep you were representing them in a way because they were the organization you guys were attached to that was
1: Yeah, so the Hal was basically just so kind. Um and said that if we want to do this they would very gladly support us mm. and help us in any way they could. Ah, oh, okay. And our idea was that if we, well, well, we need some kind of legit uh, channel as well, so mm-hmm. um, um, for everyone it was just a win-win. So for mm-hmm. them, they, I mean, they have an interesting project with, which they can mm-hmm. look at and um, I mean, it's us, it's not mm-hmm. them and, and, and us, it's, it's us. Yeah. It's, we're all in this yeah. kind of um so it's just an interesting project for all of us for them it's interesting to see because something that's 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 not in germany for the first time Mm -hmm. Uh, and since we knew how to kind of implement it there or like to do what we wanted to do Mm -hmm. for them it was really interesting to see that and we could just give them back We would send them info about what we're doing, and I mean, there's a follow-up on what we're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. So, we'll see what we can work out together. Inshallah, (laughs) as they like to say, hopefully. Inshallah. Inshallah.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun.
0: So many stories. So
1: many stories.
0: Have you been able to... When did you get back, actually,
1: from Iraq? 20th and 20th you say? yeah 20th yeah
0: and when did i arrive what day is it november
1: 1st you arrived on 29th no on no, 31st for 31st oh. 31st yeah but i mean on i arrived on the 20th on the 22nd i had to do paperwork on the 23rd i flew to berlin right on the 28th i came back <laughs> right on uh, 29th and on 30th i was was kind of alone no, on the twenty ninth, I had to. I had an appointment again with uh, paperwork stuff. Uh, so on the thirtieth, I was alone. I was doing some stuff. I was like, naming the files, going through all the video clips. Um, writing down a plan for a meeting and stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So I haven't had much time to actually. Sorry. <laughs> recap all this. <laughs> I don't worry. Like it's my it's my pleasure to have you. So, like I'm happy that you that you joined. So yeah. Mm. That you came over. So.
0: But I understand when you go on a long trip and then something gets it's like and then this has to be done after that and that and like. When's the time to sit down and reflect on what actually happened and. and yeah. And and then sometimes, you, you just like, for me, when I keep traveling and traveling and traveling, I'm like, there's, you just have to accept that some of it is just going to get lost. Not lost, but like, what's
1: English? It's difficult. It's a difficult language. <laughs> it's an English language. Sometimes I struggle with it as well. Oh
0: my gosh. I have all these images in my head and they're not... They're not forming into words at the moment, but things seep through Carrots. the Wait what? <laughs> the <carrot. laughs> no things seep through the, the grate, the,
1: the Yeah yeah. So you mean like you have a you have like kind of a sieve and things just fall through? Sure, yes. Yeah. Alright, cool. And some stick. It's just some stay.
0: Yeah. The All ones right. that um the things that are probably on repeat. They're the ones that stay. And so I've come to accept that that's all I can really process at the moment because when you're I was at Georgie's for a few days and before that was like a week in Zadar with a bunch of students hmm. and with uh, Sasha's girlfriend and Maki, and it was great but at the same time there's like no time to be sitting alone with my thoughts and the first time that, that actually like, I feel like happened was yeah, like when I take the plane rides or bus rides or yeah usually on transportation
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice place to actually reflect yeah. I feel like if you really want to I don't know take that time you really have like if you want to have that time you really have to take it as well yeah. not only like on bus rides because sometimes on bus rides you know you have a neighbor that kind of <laughs> I don't know, smells bad he's a little bit too yeah, close understand. or eats a sandwich that, that, really, <laughs> he sh- that he or she shouldn't eat you know uh, You're particular, aren't you? Like that stuff happened. Like I'm sorry. Um uh, you are particular. I'm particular. Why?
0: No. Uh,
1: just with the the the, the explanation. Uh, well, it, I mean, yeah. So um ah <laughs> uh, it's adorable. And um I don't know, yeah, if you want you ha- have to take the time that just to reflect a little bit. I think we like in Iraq we did that for example. Just one day we decided, okay, we're just going to wrap it up think about what happened what we did like what what went well what went didn't go so well just like a small feedback round mm. between chris and me um so we could actually sort everything out you know and then uh, i could go back to germany to like finish all the things i had to do here mm. and he would go to iran to just train mm. us <laughs> so. so yeah and in general do it like, i do like i'd like to wrap it up like that
0: so what was the take-home for you was there like
1: a i'd like to go back actually <laughs> um and like for a longer project would be really nice to go back to um as I, I i think i told you before that i don't really enjoy traveling that much i think it's a bit of a not, not of a drag but i, I I don't know it yeah. just feels like so co- inconsistent I like to live at a certain like yeah. somewhere you know Yeah. so I really don't mind living in Brussels for a few months yeah. and then I really get to know the place and I've been to a few I went to a few bars cafes seen some nice places found my own place you know like mm-hmm. some some place that I find is special maybe a roof or whatever Yeah. Mm, find some missions find some people to train with um, that's really really nice so and building connections with people is something I really, really value a lot. You know, so that that would be really nice actually too. That's why. I agree. they are really cool people. Some, yeah. But I mean, not 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 my entire life. It's not Iraq. I have done more before. <laughs>
0: so much more with all your languages, all your abilities to communicate.
1: Hmm. Do you want to talk about yourself now? How does it make you feel? <laughs> what, sorry.
0: What what what? There isn't much to talk about, is there? I, I actually Georgi ha, ha. did that to me yesterday or yeah. the day before. He was like, "Why do you train?" or something like that, and then I'm, I'm like, I went deep, and then I said some, some something that he thought he could relate with, and he threw me, a chocolate at me, and I was like, "Yes."
1: He <laughs> threw chocolate at me. <laughs> yeah. That is how we show affection in this country. <laughs> we throw stuff at people. <laughs> oh, travel Sorry, there's no chocolate around here. it's just waits. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> so it's gonna be a bit more. Uh, painful love. Yeah. Um,
0: travel and but now you're you're in one place and. And man, it's like, even for me, thinking about when I'm gonna be in one place is, it's not. It's not something I even think about because it's not relevant to the present. Mm. So I've realized, I don't know, the last few months that it doesn't really make sense for me to think that far into the future because I can have a plan. I have a plan, Mm. but it's like, it's there. I have a few lines I'll put into action once I'm at that place and I think that works really well for any sort of future plan yeah it's like there's something in place and then once I get there it could be activated yeah um uh Mordor Mordor
1: (laughs) Mordor Mordor, Mordor oh can we have a short intermission yeah short intermission this is advertisement time (laughs) would you like to (laughs) would you like to tell the people how nice the city is how amazing (laughs) And how many things there are to do and like.
0: Okay, so honestly, I, I came here thinking like, oh man, Seagan's gonna be amazing and beautiful. Ouch. And,
1: uh, and <laughs> this, hey, let me let me
0: let me finish this. this.
1: Terrible. Okay. Nope.
0: okay. No, that's <laughs> you okay, took.
1: Okay. No no no. You okay. picked me up so, at the
0: okay. bus stop, and then and, and then you were like, oh, this is like the the beautiful ugly t- side of sweet uh Seagan Seagan, not Spigen the the phonetic Seagan,
2: yeah.
0: I had a difficulty with that. And then, yeah, like I was saying before, you have this, like, contrasting way to speak. You're like, this is the beautiful, this is the ugly, this is ugly, this is ugly. And then, this is the most beautiful place, this is ugly. <laughs> and <then> it's <laughs> one or the extreme. And it's, uh, it's, uh...
1: That's where beauty lies, actually. That's what I like about the city, you know? The randomness. So a, there's so much forest, which is, it's so much nature, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But then... There's just like huge. There's a huge factory in between, and somehow it kind of fits in there. You're like, why? Why is there a factory? But I don't really mind. That's okay. And then or the bunker, for example. That's why they is survive. A, so there's much. just like there's a bunker just in the middle of the city for no reason, and I've never questioned the existence of this bunker because it kind of fits in there, you know. And it's right next to the castle with the castle, which is beautiful.
0: Isn't it with the crown that we saw oh, the, crown, the crown, yeah. What where it comes from? What the uh, significance of it is?
1: Wait, what? The word? The crown. The crown. Nobody knows why it's there.
0: I know you've asked a lot of people, like maybe three today, <laughs> and we still it's haven't like heard all the, That's out. literally
1: all the people we've met. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe we can find that so out. So that was
1: a, diploma- a very diplomatic answer of saying it's not good. It's okay.
0: No, 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 no. Okay, let me finish. Let me finish. It's okay. It's, it's um. My okay, let me actually process it. Um... Of course, it's beautiful with all the nature that is. Like you said, ten minute walk away, and you're in the forest.
1: Everywhere from where? In
0: yes, wherever you are. And the it's a very unique. I was gonna say city, village, town, 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 <laughs> town, because it's um, it's very much built with the landscape. Um, so like when we're on the top of that yeah, hill, uh- it's you can see that there isn't one central spot. It's yeah. even that even the church was built along this wavy road that yeah. passed through it.
1: Yeah, passed which passed through the valley. Which because is like super hilly, so on the hills you don't build. Yeah.
0: So it's uh it's organic. It's very it's a very I didn't spend enough time but I feel like it's a very um natural city. Just because it goes with the contours of this area and like when i was studying architecture like this is the sort of um mm-hmm. um ideal situation that you want to have when you're building um any sort of neighborhood yeah so this is an example of that and so i can appreciate it from that angle
1: okay nice <laughs> this,
0: <laughs> this is this a people, very, this academic
1: is, <laughs> very, <it's> very academic very academic
0: one um no,
1: it's well, like curvy cities. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, was that like was that the central downtown area that we were in when we were training? Like that's like the city hall central.
1: Um no, that's the upper part of the city. So I told you we have like a upper and lower part of the, at the center. Yeah. So we were in the upper part yeah. and the upper part is more beautiful mm-hmm. but there're less people because there's I mean especially today this is t- t- today's a holiday mm-hmm. um there were like almost no people but i mean usually there are less people because there are not many stores and there's not many things to do and there's a hill you have to walk up a hill and like <laughs> <sighs> it's so tough yeah it's, it's tough sometimes well, so. What was it like every like Everything People...
0: always goes uphill from here. Yeah,
1: it's the good thing about the city. Yeah, it's all, it always goes uphill. <laughs> oh. Ho, 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 ho. So it does go downhill quite so, often, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I actually didn't ever see the central area of. Mm, Seagan.
1: Yeah, well, the most central point would be the train and bus station, like the local bus station, not the. Okay, not, not the, not the you, like. Not the one where I picked you up. Okay. No. Uh, Which is not far from there, but there's really nothing to see. I mean, you can go there tomorrow if you want. We can, like, drop you off there, and then you walk from there to the bus station, to the other bus station. (laughs) And you'll see that there's really nothing to see. There's um, the bus station, which is not really pretty. There's the train station, which is not really pretty either. There's a huge mall next to it, which I personally don't really like. I'm not a fan of malls. Okay, Um, I understand. And then there's, like, a shopping street, which is okay. Okay. And um, I wanted to take you to the river. Yep. But we didn't manage today. The lo- the upper part of the city is a lot nicer, though, I think. Um, unfortunately, we didn't go into the old part of the city, yeah. which is even nicer.
0: That's probably would have made my decision about yes. Sigan.
1: Right, it's really small because... <laughs> The city was bombed and then, I mean, bombs destroy things and mm-hmm. they destroyed a lot of houses. <laughs> <laughs> so and so there's like, I don't know how many houses are left in the old part of the city. Maybe top 100, like maybe it's 100, okay. not more. That would be a lot though. If it's 100, then it's actually like a lot.
0: So what you're saying is the next time I come back, yes. you have to bake me a cake, put hearts on it, all that. And then we can visit all these cool places that you're speaking about. <laughs> Cause I'm still on the fence about Zegan. I'm not gonna put my vote in. Oh on...
1: wow!
0: I'm I'm wow. jumping on.
1: <laughs> you're jumping on. A, sorry, that baked cake for someone with hearts because I didn't like Zeegan. Okay, okay. Yeah, we can manage. I guess. I'll uh, bake cakes for people that come to Zegan, Yes, I would do that. Mm-hmm. I would send you on to Canada if via Air Express.
0: Yeah. So yeah. if
1: if that's what it takes. I'm expecting. Uh, you can bring friends. Just let me know how many cakes I have to bake. <laughs> no. That would
0: be no. amazing. I would love to bring my friends from Toronto over here.
1: Yeah, to Europe would be amazing. Well that was we like, to have like a proper
0: that was an original plan before one of them went away to Alberta and the yeah. other one I don't even know. He was actually in in Europe, but either way we talked about it for a long time. But so much more difficult to coordinate something like this when when
1: there's more people involved, yeah.
0: Well, not just that, when Europe is across the ocean,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that true. thing
0: across the pond,
1: yeah. I don't know,
0: it seems very close to me now that I know that tickets are like 150 euros one way to get from one place to the other. Oh, wow, and it's like a six hour flight. If you
1: like 150 euros,
0: that's what I paid for to get from London to Montreal,
1: okay and i've never been to canada that sounds like such a legit thing to do 150 euros probably something i can get for like it's
0: it gets even cheaper if you like depending on what season you're booking it at okay so i i was like okay i feel like it's time to go home so i just looked it up and i'm like okay this sounds like a good time to go
1: okay fair nice
0: and yeah there was one with like no transfer just one one way through and it was 150 Forty-seven. I remember. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But it That's wasn't the right so time.
1: So cheap. So cheap.
0: Dude, you're what you're.
1: I live in Europe. Yeah, I shouldn't complain. I can fly for like five euros something. It's true.
0: But you also have time now. You're not committed to some wow. sort of job, or project. Well.
1: Yeah, I'm not committed. There you go. Uh, no commitments.
0: <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at you go <laughs> getting your uh, unemployment papers done. Now you're. It all... sounds so
1: bad when you say it like this, oh, but no. it's just like the thing you have to do when, when you're in Germany, like w- when you don't have any kind of income, you have to go and like file unemployment. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um,
0: the bureaucracy here is. It's so mad. Yeah. Mad in a way, like if you understand it, then it, it works very well for you. Yeah. But if you don't, then you're like,
1: uh, yeah I, that's that's the usual thing about bureaucracies I guess <laughs> they're just terrible but when like when you really don't understand the system you're screwed When once you understand it then it's, it's easy mm-hmm. but yeah
0: this was like a really long detour from oh yeah how great Segan S- S- was or did you
1: is. like the night missions good bad okay of
0: course yeah of course I always like I'm really glad that we continued to go up the other side of the university.
1: Yeah, that was nice. That was really good.
0: That was a team effort on that one. You're like, should we? I'm like, yeah, should we? Maybe. Can we go this way? Mm.
1: We actually took our time and explored properly, so yeah. yeah. Checked where's the proper way and stuff.
0: That's, well, that's, that's what I enjoy about night missions or, or any mission in general. It's like, it's that process. It's like analyzing what's happening in that area. Like, where's the best route? Mm-hmm. Is it going to make sound? What kind of shapes do you pose? <laughs> to, like, what make yourself look less suspicious. Remember, remember how silent I was?
1: You definitely super silent.
0: My ninja outfit?
1: Uh, you oh. look like a ninja. <laughs> I even. I couldn't, even, I couldn't even see you. At a certain point, you were just up there. It's like, where is she? Oh, oh, she's already up there.
0: Especially if with your night vision. <laughs> I'm very flattered by that. I'm very camouflaged then.
1: Yeah, you were. <laughs> no one could see you. It's a bit of a pity. I realized that there's one kind of mission we could have done yesterday to get to the other one. Which I used to do with other people, actually. It was really nice. You can cr- Actually, you, when you're here, you can cross the railroad tracks. Mm. and not continue down but you just cross over and then you climb up between two factories mm. it's really cool you climb up between two factories and then you climb onto the roof of another one mm-hmm. uh you can walk around and on the roof it's, it's nothing special it's not that high mm-hmm. uh but you can look into the factory and they I mean they're still working they always work they <sighs> yeah, never stop yeah, yeah. so that's really cool so you can just like enjoy and watch them I don't know, melt iron and that Mordor. kind of stuff. Yeah, Mordor. <laughs> Proper Mordor stuff. <laughs> and then... Bing. And Bing. <laughs> yeah. You see like little orcs coming <laughs> along. Uh, no comment. <laughs> 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 um, from there you have to do a jump, kind of like a small gap. Mm-hmm. And then from there you climb down. And then you have to balance on a wall to get out between the two factories Mm -hmm. and if you fall you're not you don't you just it's it's just very awkward if you fall because you're stuck between two factories and a wall Uh, (laughs) and then you can do the rest of the mission that we did yesterday so uh, that would have been nice as well but uh, hey we're like way off now we're talking about two a.m so i don't
0: i like this have you um i really liked seeing elias's videos just because Zimakov, yeah, mm-hmm. of like him going to random places. I just think they're really well filmed.
1: I haven't seen them actually. Uh, they're... they're really good.
0: Yeah, because they're also like really entertaining. So him and I've never met his friend Love. La- Lav... Love Dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's put mm-hmm. up a few of those. Oh, I definitely
1: have definitely. <laughs> Did you watch the Red Bull series about urban exploration?
0: I was. I heard about them.
1: You heard about them.
0: But I wasn't, like... I, I just... I don't really have an interest. Did you watch them? Yeah, yeah. And?
1: They were not that bad. I mean, they're not great, but they're not bad. Mm. Um, typical Red Bull stuff, I would say. Yeah. But, I mean, quite cool. I mean, that someone actually thought of doing this, this is something I really appreciate.
0: But the thing is, it was... It got really trendy to go on rooftops at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. it the same in... Uh, Wherever you were, Sweden, Belgium, Germany.
1: When was that? Uh, yeah, I think so because I can't really. 2014,
0: maybe or twenty thirteen.
1: I mean, like or... I can't really recall the time that we didn't go onto roofs. So yeah. But
0: then it became like an Instagram sensational yeah, 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 thing yeah, for people to do yeah. things like yeah. that. And so I think that's when security really upped it in in Toronto for for example. But yeah. I'm not sure what like did you guys have the same thing going on here? With security. Security and just like, more yeah, publicity
1: on it. I mean, like, a lot of people that actually started doing that. And some people that actually got quite big doing that. Yeah. For example, Turtle Turtle Joe from <laughs> Frankfurt.
0: Sorry, what? Turtle
1: Joe? Turtle Joe, yeah. <laughs> turtle, like a Turtle. Uh, Joe, like, well, just regular Joe. Okay. And he's from Frankfurt. He's a photographer okay. and cinematographer. And he's actually, he's really good. Mm-hmm. He's, he's really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And he likes to climb on stuff. And he does that at frequently, and he does. He takes nice photos. Yeah, I bet. And he went to Hong Kong as well to take photos. Wow, 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 wow! That was before the stores, actually. <laughs> so it was crazy. Apparently, there's like, there's so many buildings to climb on and. Yeah, yeah, well,
0: I'm sure you've seen the photos, and you can.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It's just. It's Hong, Kong.
0: Hong Kong. I have my, uh, my my citizenship card yeah i'm like, it's like oh who knows where this, these travels are gonna go like maybe i'll head off to china and go head off
1: to hong kong so you can still go back to hong kong without a problem or no
0: nope. well i that's an don't, old one i don't need a visa i don't need a visa anyway because i'm canadian ah okay but since i have my my card i can stay for there i don't even know how long i guess for as long as i wanted I should look that up also Sick. want another passport because apparently with a Hong Kong passport I can uh, go to Russia for two weeks visa free.
1: Seriously? Yeah. Nice. How, how do you get a Hong Kong passport? I suppose can you I... Just, just... Oh, because you were born there? Do yeah. you just get it?
0: I have to pay some money I suppose okay. to get it.
1: But... That sounds alright. Let me try to find some nice pictures of this. Um, this man, this young man, he's... Turtle Joe. He's good at what he does. He takes... There's a photo of mark bush which is quite nice i like it
0: oh that does not look like him at all
1: that's mark bush
0: he looks so different
1: that's ages ago uh, he was so young back then so young and inexperienced, but he learned very quickly
0: <laughs> learned what
1: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right, got it's, it's just my brain that farts. <laughs> that farts out something stupid in a different dialect. Illuminati. Illuminati. Uh, New York. Oh, man, so many pictures of so many things. This guy is really good at Instagram. I mean, like he just publishes a lot of high-quality content in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like, fun for... It's And he was...
0: Like he knew the parkour people, or knew you guys. Yeah, he's or?
1: he's parkour guy. Ah, oh, so he does parkour and he takes a lot of photos of people.
0: Sick. Turtle Joe.
1: Turtle Joe, it's uh... So now I have uh, now I'm actually.
0: Deep into his Instagram I, I, history. I should
1: not like. Adver- like make any advertisement for him. Oh, you see?
0: Why not? You
1: know. Hong Kong. Oh, Hong Kong.
0: Hong Kong.
1: Well, this is. Pretty okay. Pretty okay as well. <sighs> but yeah. Loads of proofs. Wow. Man, he has this one crazy picture of Mark on a on a beam. Man, this is really insane. Um plenty actually. I mean like a lot of crazy pictures that were made. So what we were talking about, we we're talking about other things I guess.
0: Yes, before oh. This, this is a really nice picture. Where is this Frankfurt? Um, oh.
1: mm, it's Osthafen maybe I don't know. I'm not great uh, with my orient with orientation in Frankfurt. Mm. Exploring
0: so. Exploring things, it's. Is it still... No, I was going to say, yeah, Sir, it is still pretty common amongst the newer generation.
1: What? Exploring?
0: Yeah, going and exploring. But I, I, I don't, don't know, know if it's the same mentality, or is it...
1: The, that, are, the, the kids here had. in the city, they don't explore that much. They don't go outside, actually. They just train in the gym, and then they're happy.
0: Yeah, that's what Andre was saying.
1: Yeah, it's just <laughs> sad.
0: Sad uh, Andre. He had such a passive ag- expression about that when he was talking about it.
1: He's, I don't know what, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit sad. Yeah. Oh, I think he would like to train outside and, like, do crazy creative stuff, but... Yeah. Sometimes it's tricky to find the right people for that.
0: Yeah, and he's working full-time and Segan. Yes. And you're here for a bit. Yeah. So you're his glimmer of hope for a bit.
1: <laughs> glimmer of hope. <laughs> That's really not That's not really not a title I should get for for anything glimmer of hope why
0: not well, you don't is like that, it uh,
1: uh, i I don't know It's just something I don't feel that's something I am maybe not. But I always have the feeling with like uh, the Parker community and Ziegen and, and, and Andre that I'm like this kind of absentee father that comes back every once in a while and' <laughs> was, like wants to play balls with his <laughs> boys and just pretend everything is normal, although I've been gone for half a year, you know like yeah, uh, so
0: mm. I can understand this. Like, I have no idea what Toronto's community is going to be like when I return.
1: But you're going to integrate fine. you're, you're going to be fine. Wow, that's going to be a problem..
0: Why? How can? How do you even know that? You don't know anything about anything. <laughs> wow. Just, just, just I'm quiet. a theologist.
1: I know some things about <gasps> metaphysical things, I guess. When did you finish your degree? Um, I got my diploma in mid-September. Though it was signed 2nd of August. Mm-hmm. So it took one and a half months to send it to me weird right so anyway yeah
0: congratulations on your priesthood
1: thank you <laughs> yeah. like anyone that listens to this can come and confess sins for free <laughs> <laughs> or maybe five euros um, then you don't have to pray <laughs> saves you some time um, oh man yeah um no I mean you're pretty easygoing, so it shouldn't be a problem for you to integrate anywhere I mean, if you manage in a, you know, in different countries with different languages and a lot of different cultures, and then you're able to do that at home, right? Yeah. Easily.
0: Yeah, but it's always a bit different when you're back home because you already have some sort of pattern, perhaps, that you've already had. But, I like, I don't, it's not any concern. It's just, I'm curious. I really don't know what it's going to be like back home, like, because on another, like, on the flip side, it's also North America. North America, parkour communities are a bit different as well.
1: Why are they different? What's, what's different about them? Yeah.
0: From what I've noticed, it's, there isn't as much travel. Okay. Which, like, it's, you don't, you totally don't need travel. But it's also when the majority of people don't travel. It's yeah. like, where are you creating this exchange from outside your community? Yeah. Um, so I've noticed that, and, and, um, just, there aren't as many people, so there isn't as much exchange, again, back to exchange thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I...
1: All right, I, so not many people, not much exchanging of ideas.
0: Uh, okay. and... And that's it. I don't. I like. I'm. Maybe it's great when I. Am. Is the
1: atmosphere training exactly the same as in Europe, or is it different?
0: Um, it's it's like it's hard to generalize too. Like Europe, I I was in France, Germany. Oh yeah, true.
1: Yeah, that's so, they're all very different. Yeah. Copenhagen. <coughs> oh, in Sweden. Um. <laughs> and also.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit disorienting for me too because I've been in so many places, that. I think it's really nice to be able to meet so many different communities and get so many different viewpoints. And I think the best situation is when they all get along despite different opinions. Um, I think in where I've been in North America... The exchange that I know of hasn't yeah. happened as much. Okay. So it's a, one of the reasons why I was saying Germany's um, really on top of that in comparison to other places I've been mm. in terms of.
1: Yeah, we do that a lot. It's just super common for us. Well, yeah, to you're. To go to another city and just train there.
0: But also that you're able to work with Yala and you're from Siegen and Chris is from somewhere south. Würzburg. Okay, thank you. Okay. Yeah, you're It's <laughs> a so. beautiful
1: city. Würzburg is a beautiful city. If you're a tourist and you want to go to Germany and see Germany, you go to Würzburg. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one. For next time, you can remember.
0: Okay, and cookies.
1: <laughs> and cookies. I <laughs> <Yay.
0: laughs> uh, I hope Chris got a bit happy from that. <laughs> um, so, that's basically it. It's just less less developed in this respect mm. and there was there it's just not the priority of a lot of the people that have been community leaders in the past yeah so I think the people that are in this in this respect community leaders yeah I, I don't I don't I don't know what's going on I, again I haven't like really been involved since the concussion and since travels. Yeah, yeah. So, it's... Who knows? And I don't know. Who knows? There's like, I've said I don't know so many times.
1: Maybe there's something that's... that's, that's, Some of the experience that you can take back to North America and then people just enjoy that a lot as well. Because there's something we really love. We love going to other cities and just training with other people that Mm. have different ideas. And maybe it's going to be the same in Canada, maybe. Um, So...
0: Yeah, and you've traveled like you would understand this going from like one place to another place and then sort of like taking in aspects that you like like I I love being in the Balkans. Yeah. And I feel like I've I've absorbed a lot from my experiences there. Yeah. And I feel like that's a part of how I view things and train now too so i'm sure you've had that when you're in wherever you've been yeah
1: of course i think that happens that's the best thing about it mm. every community is different and they all have different aspects that you should and that i really appreciate mm. um you know even in even in germany it's like that you would you would see the difference between munich and hamburg and like some of the berlin communities mm. How they interact with each other, how much they care about social interaction, how much they don't how much they push in the training, how much they mm-hmm. um, emphasize creativity so that's something i really really oh. appreciate
0: I wish if i was to i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't do my trip differently, but if I had infinite time i infinite. wouldn't infinite. <laughs> forever
1: you can be the Hollander.
0: <laughs> the what? The
1: Highlander. Highlander, never heard of that. It's an, uh, an immortal person that... Never, well, immortal says everything I don't have to say. The immortal person that ever <laughs> dies. So, yeah.
0: To go to different communities and just it, get a good sense and... Uh, document is a weird way... Some sort of documentation yeah. of communities around i think it's a really beautiful thing like you said when you would invite like like the video you showed me of welcome to mordor yeah welcome (laughs) to mordor
1: yeah it's beautiful
0: and it's it's like oh there's a really cool scaffolding like come play and then like people from all over came to yeah yeah, yeah.
1: it's it's really nice um it's uh or when we did the you know the parkour magenta video what Parkour imaginatively.
0: Imagin, oh, yes. imaginatively.
1: imaginatively. Imaginatively.
0: What accent In- were you pulling there? Imaginatively. Have, imaginatively.
1: <laughs> it's probably just the, the the tired German guy that that pretends to speak English but doesn't really know how to speak the English language. <laughs> so Deutschland, uh, the German country. Sorry. um Yeah, that we that was a really nice thing that happened actually. It was it was similar. So we wanted to invite Naim. Mm. And we knew that Naim doesn't have l'inconsolable. Why? Uh, and, sure. <laughs> bien sûr. and we knew that he doesn't have a lot of money because he doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. He's an artist and mm-hmm. whatever comes in, comes in, whatever mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't and quite often as an artist. Money doesn't come in. So yeah. So we we wanted to invite him and train with him and maybe have a nice jam and stuff. And then we decided we should, you know, Pool some money. You
0: can hitchhike with Sam as well.
1: Mm, back then, yeah, we didn't even think about hitchhiking because, like, back then, when was that? Two thousand and
0: fifteen. I was. I'm pretty 14, sure. Fourteen, I think. Okay.
1: Maybe fourteen, fifteen, thirteen. I was in Brazil. It, it was in thirteen. Because in thirteen I was in Brazil. I remember that, and then must have been in fourteen, or late thirteen that it happened. Mm. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter in okay. the end. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Does it? And <laughs> <laughs> um, so we pulled some money and all the people that came to the jam actually gave like maybe a few euros, five euros or something mm. for an Eames bus ticket. Mm. So you could take a bus from Paris to Dusseldorf. Aww. We all stayed at Andy's place because back then Andy Andy Völe he lived in uh, Dusseldorf. He and-
0: still does, I believe.
1: No, he lives in Cologne.
0: No, it well maybe
1: he moved back but that would be new to me i think he lives with benny now but anyway it doesn't matter so we all came to andy's place Mm -hmm. um his 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 apartment was packed like there was no place to walk around anymore it's like people were sleeping in the hallway right in front of the toilet there were people sleeping on tables under tables so funny it was so nice uh, and just some of the <clears throat> I don't know, pe- we just some of the people we appreciated most for their creativity mm-hmm. came together mm-hmm. and it was exactly the same thing. It was just like, Hey, we're this idea, do you all want to come? And everybody comes. It was mm-hmm. like there was no discussion about it. It was so cool. Um That's I said, I really appreciate it about these people. They just yeah. they have so much passion, so much drive and then they I mean, Sam hitchhiked here when he came here. He was I like, think
0: "That's all we. Nah, that's his like, transport." I,
1: was, I really love that. <laughs> I really love that. I
0: totally respect and, it.
1: Yeah, so
0: he's good at it.
1: And even when he punctured his hand, he still continued training. It was super enthusiastic and filmed, and yeah. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's.
1: It's nice, isn't it? It is. It's so nice. <laughs> the people. <paper. gasps> people from this country
0: yeah and then I think that's that's what really um, that's part of it this is this is community
1: yeah it's really weird because like like there is no real community but there is a real community right so there's like nothing nothing set you know it changes all the time the friends you had like two years ago in the parkour community they changed they might have changed a lot Mm -hmm. by now maybe they didn't Mm -hmm. Because people drop out, people have different interests. Maybe the intensity levels change. You know, people that you used to train with two years ago, Mm -hmm. maybe they're professional now, so they have to train every day, several Mm -hmm. hours and whatnot. Maybe they have a family, so maybe they just train two or three hours a week.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that's really interesting to see, actually, because the entire community you have is kind of... uh, it's existent, but not really existent. It's kind of like, it. it's around you. It's like an individualized network, mm-hmm. as as you would call it. And at the same time, it's fic- fictive, What's it? Um, artificial, kind of. Not artificial, but that's the wrong word. Let me check.
0: Well, you were saying that it was constantly changing, which I think is a very healthy thing for communities to go through.
1: Fictive. Which is... Hmm. Let's see. Fictitious. Fic-
0: yeah, yeah, fictitious is a word.
1: Yeah, it's like a fiction. word. It's a word. I mean it exists, but it doesn't really exist, you know. It's like it's not like you yeah. when you go when you join a football club, for example, you join a football club When that football club there's that and that amount of members mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are in there and with these people there are like, you know, the community of this football club. So there's like it's delineated. So this is like, you know, you have a clear border where this community Mm. kind of ends, you know, and then there's some friends that come with it, maybe, but they're not part of this football club, Mm -hmm. whereas what we have is so liquid, you know, so there's no border where it says, Mm -hmm. okay, these are the people that are, like, the parkour people of this, of of Toronto, for example, you know, because it changes all the time. Maybe Mm -hmm. someone moves there, maybe someone moves somewhere else, and um, there's no... I don't. know, There's no club that you have to join or something. You can still practice somewhere else, and then the community revolves around how you want to structure it. You get what I mean. It's, it's a, gonna...
0: Well, this is an international, borderless community. The one that you're speaking about.
1: Yeah, in general, it's borderless. It's like not. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it could be regional and borderless. It, you know, mm. uh, national borderless, international borderless.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's how I get around. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: A liquid community of parkour. A
0: liquid community. Mm. but then there's Could also be Zygmunt
1: Bauman's next book. If, oh sorry cool. guys Zygmunt Bauman. He's a philosopher but he's he's unfortunately he passed away by now. Mm. He wrote about liquid modernity. So this kind of idea that everything you know, we had these kind of categories that were like kind of written in stone. There are this is this, this is that and that did it this is increasingly in a post-modernity is increasingly becoming more liquid. Everything is becoming more liquid, as in everything is changing a lot more into... Uh, oh, man, I'm tired to, to do this all in English. <laughs> Why did you punch me? <laughs> I, I oh, It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, you know, all these structures are kind of um, not falling apart, but they're, they're merging all together, kind of, and, yeah. and it's becoming a bit more Mm. difficult to have these to differentiate between everything you know yeah uh it would be same thing you know traditional sports club versus parkour community traditional sports club is Mm -hmm. very clear where your border is yeah and when you meet up and when you do something whereas Parker community i mean it's a whatsapp group it's some people that some people show up some people don't and Mm -hmm. you say whenever you want to train people show up or they don't and, and some new people join or whatever
0: I wonder if there's a necessity for a few words to it's not set borders but to set points points of interest for people to anchor themselves to for situations like this because when it becomes too liquid then how do you how do you even identify with such a community
1: Yeah I mean that's where it, a lot I think in my opinion that's where a lot of problems nowadays come from that's yeah. why populism was on the rise that's why um, you know there's there's, there's an increasing amount of right extremists mm-hmm. or right wing movements that are popping up mm-hmm. because of that the, the, world is, the world is very complicated nowadays and for everything like you have a very complicated answer and people don't like complicated answers if you google why do I have knee pain you want like an easy answer or you want a quick fix you want to here that all you have to do is uh, three air squads and then turn your knee th- <laughs> three times clockwise <laughs> and then you put some Voltairn whatever on it and yeah. then you're good to go, which is not the way the world works because, I mean, you have to figure out why it is like that, right? Yeah. The fact since we're, I mean, like, since everybody's, like, interconnected and um, everything is getting so complicated, I think for people it's easier to fall back onto these kind of ideas of, you know you know the conservative kind of for
0: yeah for yourself to (coughs) for for grounding yourself onto something yeah because no one likes to be in this constant like slide yeah yeah. constant quicksand um
1: what is it called again like uh i'm in uh inception there's this one place where you like if you die (laughs) in a dream what's it called again Shit. Limbo. Limbo. And a constant limbo, kind of. It's terrible. You, because you don't know where you're actually... Like, where am I heading? What What am I? You know, this kind mm-hmm. of sense of identification that we actually need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I... I do think that's um, the complexity of this world actually definitely plays in there.
0: Well, it's also... Another way to look at it is when someone hurts their knee and yeah. they're waiting for the result of their scans. Yeah. That's one of the worst parts of it because you're like i don't know what's going on i don't know and this is being in limbo
1: yeah so there's no clarity about the situation yeah
0: so clarity bringing i think even opening up dialogue to converse about it is it's makes it a little less liquid yeah so I feel like there's been more conversations going on nowadays, about more abstract situations in in the like in the community. <laughs> and, uh, in the parkour
1: community, you mean yeah, or in the world.
0: Uh, the parkour community. Well, I mean, in the world, in the sense of like you said, look how do we address these these situations where you're not able to identify. Um, your your worth in a situation like what like
1: your worth in a situation yeah
0: like like how do you okay we'll go back to the community because it's what we've been talking about yeah like how do you what do you even call yourself if you want to say like oh i'm part of this community and i i still don't have like oh I, i i'm like a parkour practitioner
1: yeah yeah
0: question mark <laughs> and so <coughs> sasha was actually talking about this and he's been thinking about bringing that the word trasseur back mm. because it's it's like
1: what do you mean back like,
0: like making it like talking more about it again ah, okay bringing it back so, in that in that but respect
1: you don't use it in english we do it's, okay it's, it's there okay yeah
0: it's more of like bringing awareness to it again ah, okay okay so like I I uh, I understand his point because it's gotten to the point like where where you say, where we were talking about it's gotten so like like it's very different like how we would practice as opposed to people that are practicing in other ways totally like.
1: You mean in other sports or? No no, no okay. in, in yeah, parkour okay. again. Okay yeah good.
0: Like, doing like how Andre is practicing with these dudes in the gym, but like he would much prefer training outside and being creative or whatever. Um. So they're really nice kids, by the way. Oh, <laughs> I was just for like, sure. I'm yeah, sorry. Like, like, I, that's no, no, no. why I don't want to. I was just like.
1: I just want like wanted to mention that that so if people Absolutely. listen to this, they're, they are they are amazing kids. But, but I mean, maybe they're just they don't have to drive. to train outside. I don't know. I think maybe it's this is not their interest. Whatever.
0: No, but I think it's totally fine because this is what calls to them, and I think that's
1: yeah. I mean, do whatever makes you happy.
0: Yeah, but, but to get back to the traceur thing, like there is, for Sasha. There are yep. certain values to to training and what it means for him. Oh fireworks.
1: Okay. Okay, one firework. One firework.
0: Hooray.
1: <laughs> it's time to celebrate. Why is it time to celebrate? It's twelve it's twelve o'clock. But Oh look,
0: th- another oh, oh, you missed it.
1: Oh there's more. So it's somebody's birthday.
0: November second Mm. Okay. Okay. Roman candles
1: now. Oh, we can. Do you want to continue the conversation? We, or?
0: we can. We can just end it off at, at um. It's a. It's still a question. Like, do you? I don't know what. I think it's a. It's a thoughtful question. Like, do you? Would you call yourself a traceur? What does that mean? And there is already a meaning to it.
1: Wow. That's, but it's yeah. funny because, for us, at least the people I know yeah being a tracer doesn't there's no value attached to it it's just like you do parkour or you're a tracer and you write parkour practitioner to people that have no idea what parkour is and then you tell them you know people that train parkour they're called tracers like um at, at this point I don't agree with uh these all these val- values and stuff anymore that you have to have in order to call yourself something it's like medals i don't agree with you know i think the values should be fostered by just the the way we interact with each other but it shouldn't be mandatory to anyone like you shouldn't oblige the person to to act a certain way in order to call themselves like that and that Mm -hmm. because that's not gonna i don't think that's um it doesn't add anything in the long run if anything it takes it away from it because like you know makes it more fragile because you're trying to make it something more rigid Mm -hmm. which i don't know
0: i think the the one thing that i like i i've i've sifted through a lot of stuff about community and i think the one that i know the one that has stood through the test of time is it's it's still about autonomous individuals in the community. That's what drives it. Yeah. Like, without yeah. that, yeah, exactly. it doesn't exist.
1: And if the, if the right people share the right values, mm-hmm. then a lot of a lot of positive things are going to come out. Mm-hmm. But if you, like, tell someone, okay, you can call yourself a tracer, like, this. you can have this kind of medal of honor if you share this, these and these values, then I think, you know, the problem is that it creates kind of differences that should not exist in the first place I mean it doesn't you know mm, not not discrediting what Sasha says by the way no mm. not at all No. Oh, just yeah. I, I do not share this kind of vision you know when it comes to that Um I'd actually really like to have a conversation with him about this I think it would be really interesting oh yeah because but yeah so the idea is um, people should intrinsically want to have a positive or like you know uh, value based approach. Yeah. Uh, which should, in my opinion, not be based on any kind of achievement or arbitrary thing. As yeah. in, you know, we talked about it before. where like, uh, I don't know levels, experiences, any any other thing. Yeah, because yeah. I'm highly, I'm against any kind of um achievement based meritocratic whatever yeah. idea because but. I don't think it's the most positive way to go about. Mm-hmm. Because of that. So yeah. If they want to have a positive community, they should know what it means mm-hmm. and like our people in general should be informed about those kind of things, mm-hmm. and they should know what kind of damage uh can be done if certain values are pushed and some others are not, but that's just information that you should have in general, I guess you should know that if you call your friend an asshole that <laughs> you know you're not fostering the most positive way of communicating the most positive communication, and then you know, if you don't have open communication, mm-hmm. maybe other problems arise. Whatever, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you, Sasha and you actually have, from the from the communications we've had or conversations we've had, yeah. it's very, it's, it's quite similar. Yeah. But, but go visit him. He's got a, an adorable, huge dog named Middle.
1: Middle. Middle. Bear. Okay. It's okay. The <laughs> biggest,
0: most adorable dog I've ever met, and also um he is in belgrade most of the time but mm-hmm. he's in Zadar from time to time as well which is absolutely nice. gorgeous gorgeous
1: place to be so i imagine this place to be amazing I just like i, I told you about the, the the terrace on top where you sit and that's what i <laughs> imagine it to be like no idea was like that but oh. even if it's not no I'm good no his, his... it would be nice to meet yeah to just have a chat
0: yeah his house is beautiful and um he, he does actually have a, a terrace, and I won't spoil it for you. So oh you can God. go and oh terrace grape, and grapes and all sorts of fruits. Okay, I'm gonna turn this off.
1: Okay, good people, we want to say good night to you. Good night, schlaf gut. <laughs> schlaf gut. We all schlaf lecker. Buenas noches. What are the languages? <laughs> bon nuit. Uh, good night. Doltau. You... Doltao. Good <laughs> night. Nice. Alright, we've got a few languages in there. Yeah, that should be enough.
0: Alright. Bye. Bye bye.